Art Fair Confidential, the Be in the Know podcast for the art curious. Join the creators of Art Expo New York and Spectrum Miami Art Fairs as they delve into the passions of art collectors, the creative spirit of artists, the how-tos of a successful art business, and the importance of art in today's world with interviews, discussions, and collaborations. Sponsored by Art Business News. Hi, welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Eric Smith. I'm the president of Redwood Art Group. And today we're having a podcast with Paul Becker, founder and CEO of Art Money. Welcome, Paul. Hey, thanks, Eric. Great to be here. We're happy you're here. Paul's coming to us from London today or this evening for him and this morning for us. Um, We've recently created a partnership with Art Money, which, uh, you know, I had a chance to talk to Paul earlier about that. And I had a little experience with that in the 80s and 90s, not quite with the technology that Art Money has today, but with uh, financing art. And I think it's a brilliant product. And uh, we're happy to share a little bit about Art Money today with our audience. So, Paul, why don't you tell us the story of how you came up with the idea for Art Money? It's, it's terrific. Well, thank you, Eric. Um, well, look, essentially, I saw a problem in the art world that it was just too hard to buy art. And both sides wanted the same thing. People want to buy art. They want to engage. They want to go to art fairs. They want to look online. They love to engage with art and artists. On the other side, artists have a creative and a commercial imperative to sell art, put food on the table. Um, most galleries are small business owners doing it for the passion. Everybody wants the same thing, but it was... Actually, the marketplace had, well, you could say too much friction or it's just simply too hard to buy out. So I basically thought I could do something about that. So I had this, you know, if not now, when, if not me, who kind of moment and decided to take the plunge. And um, here we are. I, you know, we wanted to have a, create a win-win business model. Uh, perhaps I should quickly explain what that looks like. But, uh, yeah, in a, in a moment. But So create this win-win business model that, it was positive and worked for everybody. And um, yeah, so we launched in Sydney five or six years ago in Australia. Um, then the rest of Australia said, can we be part of this too? We said yes. And then we looked at the US and now we're in the UK and things got a little bit serious and we got, you know, we're in four countries, we've got some investors and it's all got a little bit, a little bit down the track now. <laughs> Now, now you got to start recording everything and, and showing people what's going on every quarter and all that, right? Oh, uh, no pressure, no pressure. <laughs> look, I mean, what, what, what drives us really is it, it's working. It's helping people buy art. It's helping people sell art. And that's such an incredibly motivating factor. And, you know, I'd imagine you and everyone listening to, um, to this podcast will be, if not art lovers, art enthusiasts looking to sort of get more engaged and, and look at and see and potentially buy more. And, um, you know, we all want that. And, um, you know, I, I think it leads to a better society, a more engaged society that we live in if, if more people are engaged with art. So, um, you know, th this really drives us that we're really making a change. And, and to make a change in a whole industry on a global basis is very exciting. So, you know, the team is pumped and we're all really excited about having the ability to, to help make an impact in, in, our, in this market that we love. Yeah. And... I think the product is, it's good for everyone. It's good for what we call in our art fairs exhibitors, which are dealers, artists, uh, gallery owners, uh, because they're getting paid immediately. And then 
it's great for the collector, allowing them to, you know, pay over a 10 month period and, uh, you know, make payments every month without interest. It's just terrific. So why don't you explain, you know, in a compact way, just how it works? Yeah, well, so very simply for a collector, uh, it's instead of paying up front, you pay over time. So a $10,000 work, to use round numbers, $10,000 work, instead of being $10,000 up front, will be $1,000 a month. A $2,000 work is $200 a month. Um, you know, $5,000 is $500 a month. So that's, instead of paying up front, you pay over time, there's no interest. Um, in return, the gallery or the seller of the work agrees to give us a 10% commission, and that 10% commission pays for the whole thing to go around. So uh, in return for that 10% commission, we pay the gallery upfront. So they're getting paid upfront whilst we wait for our money from the collector. Um, and then we take, uh, so, you know, gallery gets paid, the artist gets paid, everyone's happy with that. And then we take the full risk and do the credit um, underwriting, if you like, the credit, um, take the risk on the, on, on the client. And so, um, you know, that's, that's the business model that both the seller um it's a sales tool for sellers so basically you know collectors love it and collectors are able to increase price points and more readily get to yes um and, and pull the trigger and um so galleries convert more sales uh, collectors buy more often you know galleries and artists get paid collectors pay over time everyone wins yeah yeah i can seeing it i see it as a real advantage i mean we just signed on recently but i can see us over the next you know, three, five years, well, even sooner than that, but really taking advantage of that are the art fairs. I mean, there are so many young collectors today. The art fairs have just, you know, gone crazy, especially our Basel Miami week where there's 15 shows going on, you know. We had 42,000 people at our show in 2021. And a lot of those, there, there were a lot of stories about people buying their first piece of art. And you know, with art money there, I think we can take a, a, you know, double the sales even. So, well, well, I mean, the fairs are a great place for actually both collectors, buyers, and galleries, sellers yeah. to start. Um, and it, it's, you know, for collectors, it's, you know, nobody goes to an art fair without wanting to, <laughs> you know, look for something and buy something if they can. Right. And, and and what tends to happen is they, they tend to stand in front of a work and go, oh, wow, that's amazing. I love that work. And, oh, am I being responsible? You know, am I doing the right thing? Well, that was a bit more than I budgeted, but, you know. Now, with if they get pre-approved, our, our suggestion is to get pre-approved without money. So yeah. just hop on, the web, hop on the website, put in a number, whether it's 1,000 or 5,000 or 10,000 or up to 100,000, put in a number that works for you, a number that you're happy to spend on art. And then once you're pre-approved, I mean, it'll only take about five minutes anyway, but once you're pre-approved, then you're walking into the fair and it's a matter of, hey, do I love that one or that one? You know, it, it, you've done all the hard work and you can really go in with an open mindset of I'm, I'm ready to buy, I've set my limit, I've set my, my budget and, and away we go. Um, I mean, the other, you know, so that, that works really well in an art fair scenario and then, for galleries that might be a bit nervous about how to talk about it or how to use art money or how to offer it to their clients. And the tip here is that collectors love hearing about this because <laughs> um, then it's, you know, the galleries are often more prepared to test and experiment, try new things in an art fair scenario than, than uh, you know, perhaps in their, in their gallery. So um, it's a great environment, um, fairs, and it, and it works really well. I mean, we, 
you know, hopefully we can talk about this down the track, Eric. You know, sometimes we do a partnership with a fair where we actually have a booth and a stand and, and then the galleries love that because, you know, the, they can just go, oh, look, just go around and talk to the art money folks and, um, <laughs> and right. then three minutes later they come back and they, it's bought, you know. Um, right. We, we, so it, it's a really great environment, art fairs. I mean, um, you know, the other what tends to happen, generally speaking, is, I mean, the first thing is that, this is all about psychology. It's not about affordability. You know, we have collectors that, you know, just love buying this way because people feel good about it. You feel responsible. You feel like you're managing your passion. You don't feel self-indulgent or guilty. You know, you're spreading the payments out. It's, it's, it's a discretionary purchase. Everyone's got a lot of other things they could be doing with their money. So art money just allows you to manage, you know, your art buying responsibly. And, and, and what tends to happen is people, everyone's got a self-imposed art budget. You know, whether that's 2000 or 10000 or 50000 we find the psychology is the same. This is all about psychology. So if your self-imposed art budget, you know, just what you're comfortable spending on art, and this increases over time, as no doubt you and I know to our costs, but, um, you, you, you know, if your art budget is self-imposed and set at 10000 what tends to happen is you fall in love with a $20,000 work. And you go, 20000 that's way out of my budget. But actually 2000 a month, I could really manage that, no problem at all. And so suddenly... You are happy to get the twenty thousand work, or you, you've, you know, you, you've, you can get two works. You're deciding between instead of one. So, but you're doing it in a managed, responsible way, and and so, you know, that that increase in um, in your buying power really is just very powerful for both collectors and and on the selling side as well for galleries. So, um, but look, it is all about the psychology. It's all about feeling good about it and feeling, you know, in control. That, that's, that's really. Right. Yeah, I got two good friends of mine that own a, a contemporary gallery in New York. And, and years ago, we, we had a big Keith Herring painting in there. And the painting was 250 grand. Today, I don't know what that painting would sell for. It was 12 feet by 12 feet. Yoko Ono was looking at it. And this guy comes over from Germany and he keeps looking at this painting for like 60 days. He was over every week. And he comes into the gallery, he's looking at this painting. And uh, one of the guys comes down and I happen to be at the gallery and he says, I can't close this guy on the painting. He says, let me try. And he says to the guy, why don't you just put down a deposit of 25,000 and you can pay it off over six or eight months. And the, and the guy says, I can do that. I have a big bonus coming. And he ended up putting the deposit down and he paid it off. Just it's your product. Exactly. You know, well, this is, this is the artwork. Oh, it's amazing, isn't it? And, and this is the art world secret. I mean, a lot of our biggest, you know, our biggest client group actually is professionals, you know, doctors and lawyers and accountants and finance guys. And, and, and you know, many of them are very cash flow sensitive, but, you know, they have the money, but it's about cash flow. And so, um, you know, the, uh, I mean, the art industry hasn't had a solution like this. Um, you know, it's, you know, you buy a car, of course, finance part of the package. Every other product in the world I can think of, finance comes as part of the package, but the art world has this sort of historical baggage that you expected to be wealthy enough to, to afford it. And so there's been no solution to this. So instead there's been all these workarounds, like yes, galleries offer layaway effectively plans. And they, you know, if you know about that, if you're an insider, then that's, you can use that, but it's kind of a lose-lose version because, you know, the collector doesn't take the work home. The gallery has to store the work. The gallery has to chase their client every, you know, which is not good for the relationship. Um, you know, often the payments aren't done on time. So it's, it's a lose-lose version of what we're turning into a win-win version where, 
you know, client takes the work home on day one and Gabba gets paid and we take the risk and it's an independent third party and it just works. So, yes, we're just replacing the lose-lose workaround with a, with a win-win version. Right. Yeah, it's terrific. I can see our collectors, you know, signing up beforehand, buying a piece at Art Expo New York or, you know, Red Dot Miami. And then paying it off and then coming back the next year and buying another piece and paying it off and coming back. Well, it's interesting. That's exactly how it works. I mean, we, there's really two groups. There's one group of buyers that really likes to have one piece on the go at any time. So they buy one, they see something they love and they, they pull the trigger and they buy that with art money. And then comes to, you know, 10 months later, about eight, nine, 10 months, they start looking again because, and sometimes they didn't pay off early. They don't have to. There's no financial incentive for that, but it, it's no cost either. But they pay off early because they found another piece and they will have one on the go at a time. So some people just love to have one. This is my art budget. I'll set my number. This is my art budget. I'll buy one work, pay it off, buy another work, pay it off. And then we have other collectors that, that just like to have three or four on the go. Same thing. They set an art budget themselves, um, but then they have three or four and, and it just allows them to move quickly if they see something that's, you know, special value or rare or scarce, you know, sometimes collectors can look for for years for a, a work and they want to move quickly when they can. So, but yes, the one at a time style and then that's a perfect scenario for, yeah, we've got one collector in the US that goes on holidays every year <laughs> to the same gallery in the same place and regularly buys that work. Uh, so mm-hmm. it, again, it's just psychology. It's the comfort of just doing it in a, in a way that is, you know, you're doing it, you're allowing people to, between us all, uh, you know, we can't do it ourselves, so it relies on, on our partnerships um, and it allows people to do what they love in a, in a responsible way. Yep. Well, thanks for joining us today. It's been outstanding and we look forward to a good partnership with Art Money, you know, in the future, now and in the future. And uh, I think, is there anything else you want to add? You want to give people your website? Oh, it's just very simply artmoney.com. Yeah, just jump on the website. You can uh, make a, get pre-approved and just go through a very quick process and get pre-approved online and then you're really ready to go when you see something you love, whether that's online or, or a fair or a gallery. And, and I noticed, Eric, that you've already got um, us incorporated on your website. So, you know, when you're looking on the, Red, um, the Redwood Art Group website, um, there's two prices now. You know, five thousand or five hundred a month, ten thousand right. or a thousand a month, and that's uh, that sort of speaks for itself. So, yeah, look, the get get the approval stuff done up front, and then you're off and running. Redwoodartgroup.com, artmoney.com. Thanks nice for nice. joining us today, Paul. Appreciate it. Great, great to meet you and talk, Eric. Thank you. Listen to more of the Art Fair Confidential podcasts at redwoodartgroup.com forward slash podcasts. And we'd love to hear your feedback as well as suggestions for new topics. Just drop us a note at info at redwoodartgroup.com or click on the comments box at the bottom of the podcast website page. Remember to stay in the know. Join us next time for more Art Fair Confidential. Confidential.